Live from Croke Park and on KCLR, the AIB GAA Hurling All-Ireland Junior Club Championship Final. With thanks to John Brennan Machinery Supplies. It's over to Michael Walsh, Richie Stone, Brian O'Donoghue and Brendan Hennessy. Hello, Brendan. Thank you very much, Thomas. You're very welcome to a cold, damp, miserable Croke Park. And it's going to be a difficult assignment for both of these teams here today and both teams in the second match because it has been raining heavily in Dublin all morning and there's a biting cold wind blowing from behind the Hogan stand right over to the Cusack. But we have to remember it is February. It's winter hurling, but all these teams have come through great championship performances in uh, in what we call the muck and whatever else you like to call it during the winter. And they're here on merit. They're here in the final. It's an ironic situation because Thomas Town are here in this All-Ireland Junior Final against Fulham Gales and they are coming over from Manchester to take part in this and of course in the second of the matches Clara also take on UK opposition with St Gabriel's of London playing in that game as you rightly said Michael Walsh and Richie Stone Brian O'Donoghue are here beside me Michael first and foremost we're back into uh, into Croke Park already it's only February we had it this time last year it was a year ago to the date last night Mount Leinster Rangers St Patrick's of Ballyragget terrific Dixborough in the past Galmoy in the past some great performances from Carlo and Kilkenny teams Thomas Town Big day for them today, big day for Fulham Gales, likewise with Clara. So all in all, lads getting the opportunity today that were never here before, and we should have two cracking games. Well, hopefully, yeah, we've had, we've had a great year, uh, the last couple of years, Brendan, there have been some great matches here, and uh, today, hopefully, we're no different. I suppose we're coming in in a bit of an unknown situation in that we don't really know too much about the two English-based teams, if you like, so it'll be interesting to see how, how they stand up and perform. Uh, we do know about Thomas and Clara, we do, you know, if, if their attitude is right and if their hurling is, is, is top-notch, uh, it's very hard to see either of them beaten, but uh, they'll know more than anyone else, and their management team especially, that they'll have to be in the right frame of mind and that, you know, at this stage of the day, there's certainly no walkovers. Uh, the proof of the pudding was in that yesterday, you know, in a highly, highly fancy Turles Sarsfield team were well beaten by Kilcormac Lahey in the, in the senior semi-final and uh, you know I suppose if, if either of the two teams any teams wanted a wake-up call just to watch that match yesterday we'll show you if, if you're not right on the day Brendan well then you're, you're, you're liable to, to, be, to be there for the soccer punch so hopefully both of them their heads will be right and if they are I think that both of them can, can get the victories that, that they dearly want Michael you're a true and true Dixborough man but your heart will be in Thomastown today your late father probably the most famous of all Thomastown players and I know you have memories of watching them playing you were speaking to myself and Richie and Brian inside so a big day for your family as well yeah uh, like growing up you know obviously spent an awful lot of time in Thomastown uh, very dear to me father uh, he moved into Kilkenny in, in 1960-61 but never lost his love for Thomastown and always went back there and uh, you know his family was there and uh, looked after his mother who, who you know was ill for a number of years and uh, looked after looked after her and uh, his brother Joe there living out towards Mount Julius so absolutely steep in Thomastown and uh, you know it's a great as I said to you we didn't get a chance to cover him so far so it's actually great to be covering him today in the final and absolutely wish them nothing, nothing but luck and hopefully that today will go very well for everybody I certainly will Richie Stone joins as well Richie this time last year it was a terrific uh, weekend for you Sam parts of Ballyragget of course winning the junior ok John Locks lost out a few years ago it's not simple to win Aaron's own Bagnallstown lost out here a few years ago it's not a simple championship to win but you're looking forward to it I'm certainly looking forward to it it's not a, it's not a simple championship to win by any means uh, certainly on what we know we think that both I think myself both Kilkenny teams will win but they'll probably have to hurl hard to win it I think uh, particularly Thomastown coming up against junior uh, team from across the water you're not sure nobody is sure of what 
you're up against really they haven't uh, I mean much there's much not much about them they haven't beaten anyone of great consequence so far and I don't think they'll beat Thomastown today either but that's what sport is all about there's no point in talking about uh, tomorrow you have to win it today and Thomastown will be well aware of that the, the big danger to Thomastown is of course saying what I'm after saying is that everybody telling them that you know they have only to turn up but that's not quite like that I'd imagine but still I'd be very surprised if there's anything going in at a, at a good Thomastown victory yeah we must have forgot James O'Farrell is playing corner forward for full and gains Michael he's a carry shock man and a big day expected from him as well and his family because now his family who shout for Kilkenny every day are now shouting against Kilkenny today yeah just for the day and uh, there's actually Thomastown connections there as well but you know it's a great day for them and uh, it's a great day for everybody I was over in the hotel there and uh, full and gains team stayed there last night and the players were poking around absolutely mad waiting for this time and as you say one of the great innovations of the GA we keep saying this every year but it has been to allow these club players to come here today and show their, their talents and it's, it's fantastic for all four clubs and you know hopefully that we'll have two good matches here we go the first one starts we certainly do Gareth Duffy is the referee from Antrim and Thomastown win that first ball in the middle of the park and it's sit nicely down towards the corner forward Thomas O'Hanran is the corner forward I'll give you both teams in a moment he does well Thomas got it in as far as John Joe Farrell and the captain sends it in and he puts it too wide. wide, right and wide. I thought the umpire was coming to pick up the flag, but he's actually handing the goalkeeper another slitter because there's nobody in Hill 16. Thomas Town laid out with Dara McGarry in goal, Sean Mahoney, Shane Lanigan, and Brian Murphy in the full back line with Barry Whelan, Peter O'Hanrahan at six, and Richard O'Hara at number seven. To win that puck out, I'll give you the rest of the team in a moment. Long floor, the ball in feet, lovely touch. Here goes John Joe Farrell, the captain outside the D on the 14, slices it in. Oh, he's put it wide. Ironically, he's put it wide, and Thomas Town had two great chances to open the scoring, settle their account. But Michael, they're off on a flyer. But no better man to get a score than John Joe. But he knows he definitely should have scored that one. He hasn't. It's still no score. Yeah, he's been the main man for Thomas Town up front, uh, the go-to man, the leader, if you like. But they've started very, very well, and uh, you look, they look, they look very, very strong at the beginning here. And uh, you know, number eight there, Desi Welsh has started the game really, really well, and they look to have the measure of the performance already they look to be playing a much higher standard of hurling and uh, started well and didn't get the scores that they would have wanted but still they're on the ball and that's good for them certainly is uh, Desi Walsh as Michael mentioned and Derek Lanigan there in the middle of the park along with Stuart Wall at right half forward Michael Donnelly at centre forward and Darren Burke is wearing 12 full forward line 13 Thomas O'Hanran John Joe Farrell at 14 and Dylan Wall wears the number 15 shirt Thomas Town on the attack again ball struck in from the middle of the park both midfielders doing quite well but a nice piece of play with the centre back James O'Shaughnessy playing for Fulham Gales from outside Manchester Fulham Gales he did well got the ball downfield but Thomas Town won it back now Richard O'Hara takes it from the half back line for Thomas Town long floated ball but the centre back James O'Shockers again tidies up switches it to David Neal and the Fulham Gales Nealan down to Hogan stand side nice control from Raymond McEntee he goes for a big big effort from way out the field McEntee sends it in and McEntee puts it wide the game is two minutes old we have three wides two for Thomas Town two for John Joe Farrell and one from Raymond McEntee from the middle of the park he was ambitious Michael struck it off his left side good strong he was only inches wide but good effort yeah good effort and uh, you know he, I suppose in between whether he should have gone further played it in he probably wishes he had done the, the latter now but uh, it was a good uh, play by Fulham Gales they settled it back into the game and now they began to get a ball get on a bit of ball that hadn't been at the start and uh, getting a bit of possession now so interested to see how they'll, they'll perform yeah and they're obviously nervous as well because for all these chaps uh, first touch was poor there from Peter or from uh, James O'Shaughnessy the centre back Thomas Towns O'Hara Richard this time tidies it up diagonal ball right across looking for Farrell to come running off it but the cornerback of Fulham Gales Rory Welville he did well he flicked it back out 
Thomastown win it back to shape a Stuart Wall Thomastown in their traditional blue shirts white shorts and blue white stockings have snucked it in for their third wide of the afternoon and Michael they might have lots of possession and doing well we've said it already but that's three wides in three minutes yeah and I suppose you know as you said Brendan both these teams are going to be very very nervous and uh, that was definitely a nervous shot from Stuart Wall he put it wide at the near side and uh, you know it never even looked like going over but chance here now for Fulham Gales but the first touch of Robbie Power lets him down he has it again though uh, here's Brendan Maloney Maloney does well turning striking score, and is it. that the first score it certainly is and Fulham Gales of Manchester have got the first score good strike by Brendan Maloney at full forward they've lined out with a strong team Tom Goulding in goal Rory Weddell Liam Knocker and Owen O'Brien in the full back line with David Neal and James O'Shaughnessy and Connell Maskey Connell is their captain he's in the half back line Raymond McEntee and Shane Lawless in the middle of the park with Patrick Duggan Robbie Power and Simon Wallace in the half forward line James O'Farrell from Carrick Shock is at right corner forward Brendan Maloney is full forward and Alan Morrissey is top of the left good score here come Thomas Town looking for the reply ball comes straight out field and it's one apiece it's one apiece Michael Donnelly yes it was Donnelly Michael from centre forward has sent it in we've won a piece we have four minutes exactly on the clock and Michael as always these games are highly entertaining and you know Croke Park you'll never have a problem with underfoot conditions winter or summer because the pitch is in impeccable order better than the Stade de France yesterday I might add yeah, unfortunately, uh, in, in Kilkenny, our televisions went on us, and uh, we didn't get to see. We didn't get to see it. Uh, the radio, I was, the radio I was, didn't go. I, I was more interested in the in the two hurling matches, and the standard of them, the senior matches yesterday, was unbelievable. Two fantastic games, and unfortunately, in the middle of the second one, uh, the telly went, so I had to go rushing to try and get to the end of it somewhere else. But it was a great day's entertainment yesterday, and this game has started very well. Very good standard. The ball has been moved fast, and uh, as you say, this pitch is in some condition. Here come Fulham Gales looking for their second. That struck from outside the twenty-one, and that straight. Between between the post good strike and the man to strike that was number 15 Alan Morrissey he struck it well struck it with conviction it's two points to Fulham Gales of Manchester Lancashire is their address in the GAA just five minutes on the clock two points to Fulham Gales one point to Thomastown but Thomastown with two wides so far the puck out comes from the Thomastown goalkeeper Dara McGarry Dara strikes the ball well downfield gathered in the middle of the park by the number eight which is Desi Walsh Desi sends a nice ball towards the corner forward position first touch was good from the corner back but it was even better replay from Thomastown Thomas O'Hanran he came back won a great ball and he sends it in and he levels it up here two points apiece we're into the sixth minute good play the cornerback was odds on to have it the referee wasn't happy with what he did and then when they won it back in the shape of O'Hanran he nailed it on the Hill 16 end Thomas Town playing from right to left into Hill 16 goal nobody on Hill 16 today but a fine crowd from Thomas Town and from Lancashire and Clara and St. Gabriel's of London underneath us in the lower tier of the Hogan stand Thomas Town defend again Peter O'Hanran good ball from Peter down towards the 45 lovely first touch from 15 which is Dylan Wall Dylan turns Dylan strikes but he's gone to the right and wide and there might be as well Thomas Town Michael I know I'm no expert but just slow it down a bit be patient and it will happen because there's a few rush shots going in there and the, again I think that might be the fourth Need- right, that yeah. was a needless wide yeah that was need- again at the, at the near post he'd done very well to get position Dil- Dylan Wall and uh, then he just he hit it at near post again a bit nervy but a good catch by him and uh, Thomas Town centre back there Peter Henry and having a fine game as well in the, in the early stages it's a great ball down for John Joe Farrell oh, here it. could be a chance for the first goal there's John Joe oh he's hit the post he's hit the post John Joe Farrell and the deflection comes out to Dylan Wall picks it up on the 21 turns strikes little bit of conviction this time he's done much better this time and Dylan Wall how unlucky could John Joe Farrell be the captain he hit the post and came back out to Dylan Wall and he finished it well this time Richie what are you making of it all so far yeah I think Thomas Town are a better better team so far um but they have they wasted three or four chances. There's four wides, I think, and uh, 
at least three of those should have been scores, I suppose. Maybe that's been a bit harsh. It is winter hurling, winter conditions, and as good as the pitch looks from here, it's probably not as easy as it, lo- it looks to hurl it. Thomastown, um, I'd say, are, are fair set for a good victory here. John Joe Farrell with the possession now, and he's going to cause plenty of problems. He is so far, and I think he could be the main man. He certainly is the main man at the moment, and he's after getting a slap for his troubles, but he did very well. He's causing the defence of Fallen Gales a lot of problems, but the referee, Garrett Duffy, had blown the whistle, because for me, Michael, not only was uh, John Joe fouled once, I thought he was fouled three times by the time he got to the 14. Well, he's given it for the yeah, first it's one. it's very obvious if he can get ball into him, Brendan. He's after winning everybody. He's been so unlucky. He, he could have won two to his name already, and uh, brilliant shot the last time. Struck the post, came back out, Dylan Wall got the score. But, uh, you know, he is definitely has the measure of the of the fullback uh, Liam Knocker he's beaten him to every single ball and uh, there's definitely goals there for John Joe if they can keep that ball going into him it's a very simple tactic that Thomas uh, you know as they can see on the board after 7 minutes or just going into the 8 minute now it's just play the ball in low to him because he has the beating to the fullback as Michael Donnelly hits it over the bar Michael Donnelly has made it 4 points to 2 in favour of Thomas Town and uh, we do hope you're enjoying our commentary you can tell any of your friends from Thomastown that are living abroad or the Full and Gales connections in the UK and all the uh, KCLR families we call it we are available on www.kclr96fm.com and you can pick it up on your smartphones and any of those radio apps and we do hope you're enjoying our commentary you can text us on 083-306-9696 and you can also contact KCLR on Facebook and on Twitter a 8 minutes gone here in the Junior All-Ireland Final brought to you in association with John Brennan Machinery Supplies another great Thomastown man our John and a man that's uh, very much involved in hurling right throughout County Kilkenny with just uh, eight and a half minutes on the clock Thomastown four points Full and Gales two points but Full and Gales have a line ball right down in front of us their number five David Nealon will take this just inside his own half of the or the Thomastown half of the park he doesn't connect very well with that from under the Hogan stand his team have to work hard to try and get it back up James O'Farrell came across the Carrick Shock man playing for Full and Gales he done well he flicked it towards Simon and Wallace, Wallace bottled up towards the sideline, referee said an illegal challenge from Thomastown, Thomastown supporters feel it's a little bit harsh, he's given the free in the free is from midway between the 45 and the 21 yard line, right in front of the Hogan stand, right in front of our press box position and the man to take it will be Robbie Power for Full and Gales, they wear uh, black and amber shirts, it's uh, a rugby style shirt with uh, all the hoops on it, no square on the back for us to pick out the numbers clearly, but to be fair it's a white number and it's not so hard to pick out from the 7th floor of the press box position here in the Hogan stand, the man to take the sideline uh, cut will or the free is, uh, if it's a free, because I thought he gave a free, but it looks like he's no, it's a free. it is a free, yeah. Yeah, he is a free, just t- close to the sideline, there's the lift, there's the strike no. he struck it well, but he put it wide he overcooked that one Michael, and that's a chance, and you know, yeah it was a tough one though yeah, it so he's for his first one of the day and you know in Co Park right on the sideline but it never really looked like going over and uh, you know the tal- I thought the free was a bit harsh myself as well so maybe justice is done but it, it never really looked on the target I'd like to say hello to Father Leonard Forrestal Father Leonard Forrestal well he played with Thomas Town Rangers and he's listening to our commentary today so good afternoon Father and we do hope you enjoy our coverage from Croke Park as John Joe Farrell turns very well on that ball and they know how dangerous he can be two men went in and tackled John Joe third man came across won the broken ball and a pull along the ground from the right half back David Nealon of Full and Gales has not worked out from his second touch has let him down he was put under pressure by Thomas O'Hanran O'Hanran on the end line sends a great ball across the 21 it falls into no man's land 
Fulham Gales are odds on the first touch was good from the corner back but his second touch let him down Dylan Waugh put him under pressure Waugh sends it back in he's looking for another score the goalkeeper has to flick that out for a 65 and the first one of the game but Michael the full forward line O'Hanrahan Farrell and Dylan Waugh they've got some great ball in there and the Fulham Gales defence is having to work extra hard to keep those lads at bay They're after, they are I think their full back line is definitely suspect uh, all three of the Thomas Allen full forward line look very very dangerous when the ball goes in now you could, you could argue they should be making better use of it but uh, they definitely look very very dangerous and the uh, Fulham Gales full back line is under severe pressure although Des- Desi Welch is feeding Ta- John Duffar with absolutely great ball it's, it's a dream for any full forward to get in the ball he's getting as Michael Donnelly puts this over I'd say Michael yeah. Donnelly sends it in and sends it over the bar and the Mason family are tuned into us in the UK enjoying the hurling and keeping an eye on what's happening across Dublin City today as well five points to Thomastown two points to Fulham Gales of Lancashire and we have 11 minutes gone here in Croke Park in the AIB Junior All-Ireland Hurling Final brought to you in association with John Brennan Machinery Supplies again the first touch uh, let down the Fulham Gales man but to be fair he was put under pressure from Richard O'Hara of Thomastown and their linesman on the far side said that will be a Fulham Gales line ball and the referee is telling Fulham Gales that you must take that line ball from where it was awarded and you know Michael in winter hurling I think these are Mickey Mouse situations because he still has to strike the ball and I think is he going to penalise him here no, I don't know why he even stopped the play. He, thought, he, he, like, he did nothing wrong. He he, was, he, he, I thought he was in the right. No, there's something else happening. No. He's given him a free, I think, is it? I'm not sure. He's given him a free. Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah he's given him yeah. a free. Yeah, so he's given him the free. I thought he was penalising him for taking it too far up. I didn't think he moved far. He may apologise to the ref. He may apologise to the ref. So you may. You don't Garrett, yeah. Well, I did see Garrett refereeing before, and I class him as one of the uh, yeah. best referees in the business. Garrett Duffy of Antrim. And uh, they all are out to do a job the same as we are. And that struck well and struck with conviction. And that's a great strike for Fulham Gales, as there's only two points between the sides. Twelve and a half minutes on the clock. Five points, Fulham Gales. Three points. And the centre forward again, Robbie Powell has sent that one in and Michael he struck that one well brilliant score in fairness to the chap after missing the first one he's up, didn't, no, here's Desi Welch again he's having some game look at that for the ball again great, great ball. ball direct into John Joe Farrell the captain of full forward John Joe turns but under pressure has he won the free yeah. yes says the referee he's blown the whistle and he's putting all sorts of pressure on that full back line and they're having to work hard Rory Weddle Liam Knocker and Owen O'Brien and this is a free in from outside the D and it could be the first uh, card of the match with the referees having a word with one of the full and Gales men so let's see what he's going to do 12 just 13 minutes minutes on the clock five well, points I think they're going to have to make a change there Brendan it's a yellow card too yeah a full back on the yellow card and the ball is going in but they're going to have to look at two issues first is the amount of ball Desi Welch is getting on and the way he's delivering it and secondly then the full back he's behind the man and you have no chance John Joe's out in front of him all the time and he's winning the ball and on a yellow card now and I think that that could be worse if they, if they leave him there because uh, John Joe is, is cleaning them out but he's getting absolutely great ball from Desi Welch who's having a fine game in the middle of the field there's a gun in and over the bar so it's six points to three now we mentioned the Kilkenny connections. There's six court na- natives on this team as well from Manchester's Fulham Gales. James O'Shaughnessy is from Jermina. Adrian Nash is from Kilbrin. Owen O'Brien, Rory Weddler, Blackrock. Alan Morrissey is a Hadda. And Barry Hayes is from Dungourney. And they're all involved with Fulham Gales. So great close community in uh, the United Kingdom. And uh, from last year, they lost a few players, but equally picked up a few, including Robbie Power is a Waterford man. And O'Shaughnessy is the Cork man. So well done to the lads for doing their stuff in hurling circles across the water. 
Here go Full and Gales to defend this one. Now, the first touch is much better this time. The short little flick to the middle of the park, and there's the big ball in. Where's this going to land? The goalkeeper of Thomas Town is out. He does well. He controls it brilliantly. Dara McGarry, and he throws it down along the Cusick stand side. Beautiful ball. A beautiful run from Derek Lanigan. Lanigan took it on the run. Beautiful ball into the full forward line. Full and Gales got a touch on it, but Thomas Town pile on the pressure. But great play from McGarry right out to Lanigan in the goal. And now they're trying to make their way in across that 21 yard line or 45 metre line I should say but uh, again good defending that's a push in the back referee hasn't spotted it and Fulham Gales play a bit of ground hurling Kilkenny style just get it out of trouble but one back by Desi Walsh Desi Walsh goes for the big one but I think Desi's pulled that to the left and wide and that indeed he has we're on to the 15 minute mark we're nearly halfway through the first half Michael Walsh 6 points to 3 competitive enough but Thomas Town if you added up all those wides they'd be well in ahead yeah they're, they're, they're the better team there's no doubt about that the, the first touch everything is sharper as you would expect and uh, Fulham Gales are definitely lacking in that but their game they're trying very very hard and they're very competitive so far and here go Fulham Gales looking for a score this is the number 8 McEntee went for the good long shot early in play looking for someone to centre the ball centres the ball as he overcooked it yeah. he has indeed and that's gone across the face of the goal oh, oh it's, it's actually gone across there's a point he's that's a point He's stuck it across the face of the goal. He put a bit of top spin and turn on that. And the umpire was in a great position. And full credit to the umpire. Because nine times out of ten, Michael, that would be missed. Because from our angle, we thought it was a wide. But the umpire was brilliant. And it's a score. And that's score of the game. No doubt about it. A fantastic run and, and, and finish. We thought it was wide. But he, he, the umpire was on the ball. And uh, he signaled it over the bar. And a great score by, by the Fulham Gales player, McEntee. There's only two points between them. McEntee is the man. Raymond. Raymond, he spells his name R-A-E-M-O-N-N, and he, he has sent it in, and of course we mentioned um, everybody uh, from around that's involved with these teams, and all the local knowledge we can give, if you want to tune to these games today, we're on the full frequency, 96 FM in South Kilkenny, up around Johnstown and Erlingford, and 96.6 in the city, and in the rest of Kilkenny, and of course 96.9 in Carlow, 96.2 in South Carlow, if you have any Thomastown or Clara connections down there, as that ball is sent in, and it's gone over the bar, from the uh, free and it's five points full and Gales a six points Thomas Town 16 minutes on the clock one point between them Michael and full and Gales are not going away no they're very competitive and they're trying really trying hard and Robbie Power there another massive free and a uh, very very good score just go back to the earlier catch by Young McGarry there that's James the son of course and uh, he's, he's done very very well there he's in the team today because of the suspension to Dylan Welsh but that will give that young lad great confidence and he, he took it very very coolly and I was talking to James before the match there and, and like like any father or parent today he's very nervous about the young fellow but he's certainly starting the game very well isn't it a great day for him to be here and playing in the goal in Croke Park fantastic fantastic day for him indeed and following in a great tradition as well Darren McGarry in the goal for Thomas Town this afternoon here go Fulham Gales Fulham Gales moving in across the 45 Thomas Town defending numbers but it's with Robbie Power of uh, Fulham Gales now rising as Robbie Power striking as Robbie Power and a six points to Fulham Gales a six points to Thomas Town now we know how many have travelled from Lancashire and from right around the country country to support their family members they're on their feet here right underneath us at six points apiece we're on to the 18th minute in Croke Park in the All-Ireland Junior Hurling Club Final brought to you in association with John Brennan Machinery Supplies in Kilkenny breaking ball in the middle full and Gales getting on top a little bit at the moment now racing forward in their black and amber shirts there's a strike from the middle of the park Shane Lawless strikes in this one but now it's his turn to strike a wide and uh, that's a wide for them I think Thomas Towner on four wides Michael and I think that is, uh, is that the second or second yeah four, second four points of the Richie's so, what, what sorry, do you think of it all third now? Wade is third Richie Stone 
What do you make of it all now? The Fulham Gales have certainly come back well into the game and they're dominating the game for the last five minutes or so. Thomas Town may have relaxed for a few minutes, but they'll know now that they can't afford to do that. Uh, the same Here's a chance hits. now, anyway. Here it is. John Here's a shot. Farrell. Oh, he stopped it. It's back in. It's a goal. It's in the back of the it's net. It's in the back of the net. John Joe Farrell took it on. The keeper parried it back out. It fell to an oncoming Thomas Town man. It's hammered to the back of the net. And I think it might have been Burke who put that yeah, in the back Darren of the Burke, net. Yeah. Darren Burke is the yeah. man to get the score. It's a big score, but it, uh, it's it's definitely there. The full back line where Full and Gales are in trouble. And again, John Joe should have scored it really, but uh, very well saved by the keeper, uh, uh, Goulding. And uh, in like a flash was Burke to bat it into the net. And that's a big score because Full and Gales have come right back into the game. I certainly have. No, Thomas Town are back at it. Darren Burke again. Can he follow up on his goal? Left handed strike. He didn't strike it well, didn't strike it with clarity, the fullback tidies it up, and the fullback is a big man, and I think that could be O'Shaughnessy who's actually gone to fullback, the man to start of the game at centre-back, bit of pulling and dragging on the far side, Thomas Town getting the benefit of the doubt from the referee as the Thomas Town man was dragged to the ground and going forward, he allowed them to continue on, here come Thomas Town, looking to make it 1-7-2, 6 points, and that indeed they have, and that score has come from the man in the left corner position, that was Thomas O'Hanrahan. Michael, he's had a great first half. Yeah, he's he's very sharp forward, always has been, Brendan. And, uh, you know, he, he proved his worth there again. And, you know, that's a big boost to Thomas O'Hanrahan. But the goal will be seen as a huge score in this game because Full and Gales were coming right back into the game, had levelled it. And uh, that goal has really given Thomas another boost of confidence. It certainly will. And uh, we mentioned the Kilkenny and the Thomastown connections. We mustn't forget that uh, James in the corner, James O'Farrell, but his father, Seamus, is a great horse trainer and he hails from Thomastown himself. So there's a man eh, who's shouting obviously against his own club today, but why wouldn't he? Blood is ticker and water, full and gaze, looking for the goal and they got it! There's a mistake in the full back line and the man who's causing them problems is Robbie Power. Now we have a game, we have 20 minutes just about on the clock. It was a long ball from under the Hogan stand, it dropped in around the 21. There was a little bit of confusion in the full back line and Power, to be fair, who's played well from the start for full and gaze, showed all his experience and he has rattled the back of the net. 1-7 to Thomas Town, 1-6 to full and gaze, 10 points to 9 in total. We have 10 minutes remaining in the first half. Michael, game on. Game on, definitely a brilliant goal. A little bit of hesitancy there between Dara McGarry and the fullback, uh, uh, Shane Lanigan. And uh, the, the power is very, very sharp. It's a free to found zone, but power is very sharp. And the, the, the bottom kind of stood and waited for it. And uh, power nipped in and uh, he buried in the net. And that's a huge boost to Fulham Gales. And in fairness to them, you know, they had come right back into the game. But they have shown that uh, even when they go behind, they're not afraid to, to fight hard and come back again. And they're putting up a great show here in Croke Park. And uh, Thomas Allen, as as we now know, we're going to have to really hurl well to win this game. But, you know, their forwards look, look to, to be sharper than, than the Fulham Gales, particularly their inside line. If they get enough ball into Hanron and O'Farrell, they certainly can cause trouble. The man with the free is Michael Donnelly, number 11 for Thomas Donnelly. Struck that well, and that is very, very well executed. Good score, Michael Donnelly. Right between the 45 and 65, few metres in from the Hogan stand sideline, and he absolutely hit that. It went like an arrow from a bow, bang, straight between the posts. 21 minutes gone, 1-8 to Thomastown, 1-6 full and Gales, and Michael, that was an important score. Yeah, it was, because again, they were able to come back after the goal, but, uh, you know, you know, Donnelly has been very, very good from the freeze, and uh, as you say, that was like an arrow over the bar, and uh, great catch there by Richard O'Hara, but... You know, this is the ball now that's causing Full and Gales trouble to dealt with that one. But Thomas Town forwards are definitely sharp. And if they get enough ball up there that end of the field, you'd imagine that they'll do enough. Full and Gales have sent an intelligent ball downfield. It's 2 1 2 here. 
as that man off his feet in that tackle and it looked like it could have been a free out to Thomastown to have possession the referee lets them play Richard O'Hara in possession now lovely first touch better second touch sends it 60-70 metres downfield looking for John Joe Farrell the flick came off the stick of Dylan Waugh back outfield Thomastown with the shot lovely control ball from John Joe Farrell infield it goes the turn is important the turn was brilliant here's the finish who's going to get it there's the strike oh it's over the bar and it should have been in the top of the union bag but Thomastown orchestrated probably the best move of the game there, it all started right out underneath the Hogan stand, and Michael Walsh that had goal written all over, and I think the man with the finish was Darren Burke. Yeah, he, he, he got a goal and he should have got a second one, brilliant play by Farrell again, and O'Hanrahan, they're the two tormentors in chief, there's no doubt about that, but every Thomas down forward looks very, very dangerous here, and uh, you know, they have when they get up that end of the field, Brendan, it looks like a goal every time, never mind the score, they look, they're capable of getting goals there, there's no doubt about that there's, there's goals there for them, uh, just get the ball into that full forward line, and they're full and Gales backs, even the way they're defending, they're kind of they're going to the ball all the wrong way if you like they're coming from the, the, the wrong side but uh, you know the Townsend forwards are sharp out and uh, you know they're 1-9 already with 22 minutes gone but equally at this end of the field the full and Gale forwards led by Robbie Power are sharp enough too so a really good game so far 1-9 to Thomastown 1-6 to Full and Gales there's 3 points between them with 23 minutes on the clock Full and Gales on the attack again inside the D on the canal end they're playing into the canal end goal here the Davin stand whatever you like to call it now in the modern day Croke Park pitch is in impeccable condition bit of grass on it compared to in the summertime. no signs of the lawnmower tracker marks as Thomastown take that from defence Derek Lanigan he looks brilliant on the ball lovely touch across the Burke the goal scorer long ball from Burke down to the right corner forward position lovely first touch again but unlucky there was Thomas. Hanran, he tried to deal with that. There's four Thomastown men closing down the fullback. The Full and Gales, to their credit, have cleared that one well. Down towards Robbie Power, their goal scorer. The ball just bounced awkwardly for him. Thomastown's Desi Walsh, lovely flick from Desi in the middle of the park to Derek Lanigan, his midfield partner. Derek, they're looking to seek out 15, which is a t- Dylan Wall again coming back down, winning that ball and doing much, much better now. It's the Full and Gales full back line, but they've just tried to give away possession and the basics just let them down, but they've held possession and there's a lovely first touch again as the ball comes forward but Thomastown have got five six men goal side of the attacker and the man that comes out with the ball is Peter O'Hanrahan he's lost possession it's now back with seven Conal Maskey the captain of Full and Gales he sends it back in and after Thomastown have done all the donkey work in defending moving it around they've given away possession very easily it was sent back in field and the man called Conal Maskey the captain wearing number seven has well, what Full and Gales have done Brendan has withdrawn uh, one of their full forward line right out to the middle of the field to try and stop the, the supply the ball going in and it has worked in the fact that they've right, come right back into this game but there's still that big gap between uh, the centre back and uh, the full back which Farrell is exploiting but they, they're hurling very very well and that third p- person around the middle of the field kept in there has given them that bit of an advantage and here comes Thomas Town the Thomas Town man looked to be foul coming out there with Sean Mahoney but Sean did very well under pressure he got the ball downfield but didn't find his man there was a bit of fouling off the ball and the Thomas Town mentors are going berserk down there but the referee is allowed it to continue Sean Mahoney is the chase back for this oh lovely little touch from Mahoney he's on his own 14 close to the sideline late shoulder on him but he gets it away he fed it out to Richard O'Hara a massive massive strike from O'Hara down to the 45 he sends it Thomas Town running onto that was Stuart Wall just wouldn't hop properly for him and now a lovely turn in the middle of the park by Raymond McEntee of Full and Gales he's one of their big names he's one of their big players they move forward again but well closed down and good work by Derek Lanigan in the middle helped out and ably assisted by Barry Whelan Whelan runs a diagonal run across the middle of the park for Thomastown the ball breaks again into no man's land there's a bit of everything here now Burke gets involved for Thomastown but Full and Gales pile on the pressure they're getting stuck in they've settled down big time Richard O'Hara again has to clear it he's been 
instrumental in the left half back position gets a great ball upfield up to Dillamore wall out over the head of John Joe Farrell Farrell is on the 21 goes for the shot sends it in and that's great hurling from both sides I might add and John Joe Farrell has found his range 110 to Thomastown 17 to Full and Gales and Michael Walsh it's entertaining it's great. only junior hurling that's but it's great. absolutely great stuff it really is great Brendan and uh, they're making a substitution Full and Gales number 20 Alan O'Neill is coming on and I'm trying to see who's gone off there. Number 12, uh, Simon Wallace has gone off. It's really, really great stuff. And, uh, you know, we didn't know what to expect coming here. Maybe we thought that Thomastown and they may yet still win it easily enough. But uh, Full and Gales have given it absolutely everything. And Thomastown are playing very well. And, they'll ha- and they have to be playing very well uh, to be where they are. But, again, Brendan, I, j- I keep saying it. Uh, you know, Farrell's only got a point. But, you know, if they can get enough ball in. And, uh, you know, Desi Welsh had a, has had a storm and start in the middle of the field. They've come to grips with that a little bit by bringing out the extra man. But still, Thomastown three points ahead and are the better team but they're being made fight for everything here and, and that's what they'll want it's great to see it yeah 20 confirmed on for Wallace at 12 so 20 is Alan O'Neill and Alan is like Amanda's been a, around the block he looks like he's plenty of experience coming in there to deputise at full back so there's a change there and there'll be positional switches out the field we'll bring them to your attention in a few moments time but as Michael says 110 to Thomastown 17 full and Gales 27 minutes on the clock here in Park and Crokick and this broadcast being brought to you in association with John Brennan Machinery Supplies Kilkenny and Full and Gales have won a free from the 65 in the Thomastown half of the park and the free is direct in front of goal and I'm sure the big man Raymond McEntee well, will come I'll across the top of us it looks like the full back Liam Knocker was coming up there's three lads now well, the option is Robbie the, Power. yes because they, they well, he's got two or three great ones has, from around here anyway so you know he has and, and incidentally Michael when I was watching lads coming up who fancied their chances with it the, 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 the man with the hurling sticks comes across with a towel he says dry that he said and put that ball over the bar that's what he says to him now ironically I thought it was a little further up the field yeah. he's actually back in his own it'll half it'll be a fair now. one if he gets it it's, it it's, it's, it's just beyond the halfway line the wind will be blowing from the side from the Hogan stand he's hitting it into the Hogan into the canal end there's the strike now he's hit that well has he got he's it got between it, yeah. the sticks oh, that's a great score credit where credit is due we got to give him credit Robbie Power you know it was Joe Canning or Henry Shefflin we'd be singing their praises here in Croke Park it's winter hurling and he's nailed that from one metre inside his own half of the park dead straight into the goal and he's took it well there's two between them it's 110 to Thomastown it's 1-8 to Full and Gales that's a total of 13 points to 11 it's KCLR 96 FM the heart of Carlo Kilkenny we've great memories from these club championship matches great ideas Michael said well done to former president Sean Kelly he's given them all a big day out here in Croke Park the pride of the parish as the ball comes forward, gathered in the middle of the park by Desi Walsh, very stylish midfield, Thomastown, Walsh and Lanigan feeds it back to the half-back line, cleared and another late shoulder comes in there onto O'Hara, but he done well to clear his lines but Full and Gales win it back on their own 45 they're trying to work it upfield now the full forward is out there, which is Brendan Maloney Maloney who didn't do too well with the ball hasn't controlled it and Shane Lanigan for full back for Thomastown he sends it back down from the left handed side again full and Gales come out it's like tennis now it's going from one end to the other and out come Thomastown again the corner back for Thomastown is Brian Murphy Brian O'Muraku O'Muraku he sends it downfield the full and Gales man blocked it down there's a bit of off the ball stuff developing but it's a fair good battle here in this All-Ireland Junior hurling game the centre forward Robbie Power centres a great ball for full and Gales Thomastown have got a man over there and the man over is their number five who lost his footing but did very very well Barry Whelan the referee said he was taken off his feet by the stick of the full and Gales man coming forward and I have an apology to make I said that the big man number 20 went in at full back of course he went in at full forward it was a change for 12 so they've rotated yeah. their forwards full and Gales apologies to the listeners I'm just wondering was that the way thing to do Brendan 
in fairness to the, to the full forward that went on maybe a bit later in the game because the, the chap that went off was very mobile and the full forward that's gone in is not the most mobile if he had been he got that ball it's the system they're playing they're really playing one, two in the full forward line and you have to be mobile in that sort of situation and he doesn't look the most mobile and struggle to get that ball eventually forward Barry Whelan certainly is another man listening to us online today is uh, Jack Walsh and Jack is listening to us in Blue Water and he's joined the commentary on KCLR 96 of him Jack is originally from Enishteeg and he was wondering what the score was and so now he's logged on to KCLR 96fm.com it's 110 to Thomastown it's 1-8 to Full and Gales of Lancashire the sideline cut from under the Cusick stand is for Thomastown outside the D it goes referee is spotted the referee has blown the halftime whistle no additional time there Thomastown had the ball inside 45 and the Thomastown players go to the referee open up their arms and say we were on for a score there pal why did you blow the whistle well I think he was entitled to blow the whistle with no injuries in the first half he's been questioned by Desi Walsh and uh, they're tapping one another now and saying well okay the halftime whistle has gone Michael a two point advantage yeah. it's not massive but as I said at the start no matter what the opposition is Richie said you have to get things out of your mind that it'll be a stroll in the park and these lads are coming across all Ireland finals are all Ireland finals and they're always highly competitive this is a good game of junior hurry yeah and I think in fairness the Thomastown has nothing to do with that they started off the game very very well Thomastown and uh, you know they had a few wides alright but they, were, they actually started the game not like a team who thought that they were you know, they're well drilled and uh, the message has got true to that, they, that it was an all-Ireland final and they'd have to hurl and they certainly have hurled very well in the first half but they've met a very very good and strong Fulham Gales team who've really put it up to them and uh, interesting to see now how their fitness levels will keep going in the second half there's no doubt about it that the better hurlers are, on, are, are in blue and playing for Thomastown but you know as, as we said uh, up in Port Lee's the last day Fulham Gales have, have plenty of heart and, exp- and uh, determination and they've got great great scores as well and in Robbie Power they have as good a player as that, that, that's on the pitch but uh, you know Desi Welsh has been marvellous in the middle of the field for Thomastone and uh, you know the forwards and Farrell and O'Hanrahan and Burke and Donnelly they've been very very dangerous and uh, as I said to you they, they looked the more likely because they have more forwards to get the score when they led 6 points to 3 Fulham Gales made a very important move for their point of view they brought back one of their full forward out to the middle of the field and that, that definitely has shorted things up a little bit and uh, they, they haven't conceded as many chances and you know they could be well out of the game uh, before that happened but they've, they've, con- they've shored up the thing although it does, it does leave them a bit short in the full forward line and they are behind so you'd have to wonder at some stage if they stay behind are they going to risk it again at, at, at the end of the day it's about winning but you know very very good first half very very competitive and uh, look forward to the second half Richie yes I think it's been it's been a very very competitive uh, first half and that Fulling Gales team would hold its own and that performance with many of the junior teams in, K- in Kilkenny or indeed in any other county uh, I think they're probably that bit a little bit unlucky to be behind at this stage uh, f- fighting hard the terrific application they're battling for everything even though things started in the beginning they started to go against them they t- closed up the gap at the back they stopped the ball going into JJ Farrell and it's absolutely it is a true game of junior hurling to look at and, and as I said Full and Gales hold their own against a lot of junior clubs in Kilkenny on, on that performance in the first half OK Brian O'Donoghue will be getting all our after match stuff here today in Croke Park Brian what did you make of it all? I tell you one thing Brendan it's a fine game of hurling for what's supposed to be junior hurling you know um, and great for it to be in Croke Park um, I have to say the, the Fulham Gales goal was a fierce defensive error and it should never have happened really um, and, yeah. and, but fairness Thomastown did um, they responded brilliantly and Darren Burke could have had two goals I suppose but um, fine game of hurling and uh, I suppose uh, looking forward to the second game as well but I, I, I still fancy Thomas down to take this OK Brian that's the views of Brian I don't know. Michael um, we mentioned the good performances there you off air and with old chats we have off air and talking you always love players with a bit of enthusiasm no matter their skill factor or whatever 
Full and of a lot of them lads out there today. They're coming yeah. across here. Their families have travelled from Kilkenny, from Cork, from Galway, from Belfast, from Westmeath, all over. They're coming up here to see their sons who have le- who have left this country to get employment, come back today, play the game that they love, and they are giving it everything. Yeah, it's a great day and a huge proud day for all those people. And you know, many of them have have had to go abroad because of the work situation. But uh, you know, they've done themselves very very proud in this first half. And what they've got to tell themselves now is in this dress in the dressing room is that you know there's two points in it. It's half time. It's an all Ireland final, and they they. May not get the chance again, so they have to. They have to just go for it and give it everything they have. As 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 I believe, and as I said at the start, I think that Thomastown have the upper hand, in, especially that they have more scoring forwards, more natural scoring forwards than Full and Gales. But uh, Thomastown will know in there as well that, like uh, you know, if if anybody thought it coming up here today, it was going to be easy. And as I said, they had made turn out that way in the second half. But they'll know in this first 30 minutes anything they've got in this final they'll have earned it because it's been absolutely great. And uh, you know, again, uh, the the club matches they really. Are, are coming on in every grade Brendan the club matches now are, are in a way they're taking over because the standard of them is, is just frightening as the senior matches yesterday the standard was unbelievable and here again today you know whatever you like to say you don't want to degrade anyone we're calling it junior hurling but it's, it's it, that's the, the label that's on it but let me tell you the standard is, is of a huge, hugely high variety and it's fantastic to watch yeah, it certainly is because we, we know players that have won All-Ireland senior medals at inter-county yeah. level who played for junior clubs and I, I think um, you'll correct me if I'm wrong but I think I'm right I think when Christie was full forward for Kilkenny I think he was playing I think Glenmore were junior at the time correct me if I'm wrong yeah they definitely would have been intermediate yeah. uh, 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 for the first spoil anyway uh, Ollie Murphy and Meath played junior intermediate yeah, but it always, there's always there's always, there's always I mean, where Lee McCarthy uh, played for for Piltown, and again they were in junior intermediate. Yeah. He played for Kenny in my own time, and uh, there's, there's loads of examples. You know, John Power when he started off was 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 junior, and they moved up along the ranks as well. But uh, it's 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 you know it's it's this is a great day, Brendan, and uh, you know there's a great old atmosphere. Even though there's only a couple of thousand in the stadium, they really make themselves heard. And it's been the same any year we've been coming up here, and it's, it's a day that that we all look forward to. This year, I suppose we, we wondered what would be what would be in front of us with the two teams from across the water, but. So, so far, the first team anyway have done themselves proud. As have Thomastown, they've played some terrific hurling, and uh, they're certainly, uh, you know, a team going forward. Very, very exciting to watch. And uh, anyone that's into skillful hurling would love to, would love to to watch it and, and to be involved with that because it's it's uh, it, their, their style of play is fantastic. They, they had one move there, and they were so lucky that Darren Burke didn't get a second goal. It was a brilliant move between O'Hanlon and Farrell and himself. And uh, you know, they've been that, that sort of stuff is great to watch. And they certainly have the hurlers, the skillful hurlers. And as I said, yeah, I just feel their forward power uh, has, has you know has is a bit more than than uh, than falling gales and uh, I think that that will be the difference but it's it's been a great first half and, and hopefully the same will continue for the next half of this and cert- and uh, the second match as well uh, certainly so Michael we mentioned at the start and Richie I'll come to you on this so you mentioned your father has been one of the most famous players in hurling and of course a famous Thomas Tomman to, to play for Kenny winning all Ireland's 57 63 and all the years that they won but uh, other players I didn't mention who are great with Thomas so Peter Prendergast Tom Walsh Cha Whelan Dick O'Hara a great name of course and Paul Lannan more recently well when we say recently we can go back to around 83 or 84 Richie you remember all those lads all great hurlers and even though you just say you weren't at these matches in the 50s I think you were at matches in the 40s but uh, a great bit of tradition there for Thomastown I was at matches in the 50s I also remember um, Dick O'Hara playing of course Dick is um, Robert O'Hara's O'Hara's dad uh, you know he um, and he was a a great crowd pleaser full back cornerback got the ball the crowd lifted when he got a ball. He drove it in front, man ball and all in front of him. Uh, <laughs> uh, his son is a little bit more refined. Yeah, he's playing uh, well, this, though. This player, well. He's a good horror, yeah. yeah. There's no doubt about it. He's a good footballer as well. I've seen him playing football. Right. So, uh, like, I remember a lot of those Thomastown teams back in 
you had um, ba- back in in the fifties and sixties. Unfortunately, I can remember that far back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I think th- this game is not over by any means, and I think maybe a, a lick, I think a probably a moment of magic from one of those full forward line, maybe JJ Farrell or uh, one of them will probably twist it uh, Thomas Town's way in the end but it's certainly not over and uh, they'll have to fight all the way it depends on fitness I suppose at this level OK uh, thanks for that Richie thanks Brian and thanks Michael we'll return to the studio to pay the bills it's half time here in the All-Ireland Junior Hurling Final at Croke Park it's Thomas Town of Kilkenny one goal and ten points it's Fulham Gales from Lancashire one goal and eight points from Brendan Michael Richie and Brian we will be back in a few minutes time with all the analysis and all the action for the second half in association with John Brennan Machinery Supplies. We'd also like to thank our video man today from uh, Bagnallstown, Burris, uh, Mount Leicester Rangers man, Brendan Joyce, because Thomas Town and Clara are actually taking the Casey Lord commentary for their club DVDs. So we do hope you enjoy them and let's hope that they're winning ones as well at this early stage of the game. So half time again, 110 Thomas Town, 1 8 to Fulham Gales. We'll be back for all the action in the second half. Back to you, Thomas. Thank you very much, Brendan, there and all the lads up in Croke Park. Live from Croke Park and on KCLR, the AIB GAA Hurling All-Ireland Junior Club Championship Final. With thanks to John Brennan Machinery Supplies. Yes, indeed, Thomas, thank you very much and welcome back. Well, Thomas, Tom, we're anxious to get the second half up and running because they're on the field quite a while and in actual fact, they're on the field even before the referee and his officials because they're just coming out now and that is Garrett Duffy, of course, of Antrim with his officials. He's had a good first half, but I just want to give a little bit of inside information on Fulham Gales. Well, I did say they were based in Manchester. They were formed in 2005 by a small group determined to reintroduce the ancient game to Lancashire following the disbandment of the Sarsfields Club two decades previously. The club was named after Derryman father Emmett Fullen who was founding member of St Lawrence's GFC and chairman of the Lancashire board and Lancashire player and the club located at Hock End playing field just south of Manchester City centre and it has made steady fro- progress since its foundation eight years ago. Now I do understand that they have one of the smallest uh, membership groups but I think with the way things are going in the country and many fellas going across to uh, gain employment in the UK I think their numbers will increase and uh, they won the last three editions of the Warwickshire Senior Hurling Championship and all Britain Junior Club Hurling Championship and a true Gales journey today final started last January when they were beaten by Corkside Charleville in the 2011-2012 All-Ireland semi-final so with no fewer opportunities uh, the competitive games Gales have played just five competitive matches all season and that kind of experience was invaluable and I think that just gives a brief synopsis Michael into the club and shows you how hard all these fellas are working because nothing as good as finishing up in the job at maybe 5 o'clock 6 o'clock in Manchester and heading down to have a game of hurling with your buddies yeah it's great it gives them an outlet as I said they've gone back to the, uh, the original formation to have six forwards again as we start the second half certainly do and that's uh, Michael Walsh getting us on the way and here comes Thomas down Stuart Wall looking for the opening score has he struggled well enough he certainly has and that's the start that Thomas Town have needed Stuart Wall has sent it in Thomas Town one goal and 11 points and it is Full and Gales one goal and 8 points and Michael that's the start you want if you're going yeah, to win just another to, just to come back to what I said in the first half Brendan all six starting forwards for Thomas Town have no score from play whereas only two, three of the Full and Gale forwards have scored so that's that bit of a difference that's there and uh, I don't think th- I think that's going to be the deciding factor because uh, the Thomas Town forwards all of them well able to take a score well we have to say that there's a biting cold damp day here in Croke Park thankfully the rain has eased off and Full and Gales going on the attack the strike came there from Patrick Duggan their number 10 sends it upfield the full back of Thomas Town is Shane Lanigan Lanigan tried to control that and uh, he's put under pressure now now what's the referee going to give here I think he'll bring the ball back out to the 21 and throw it in or maybe the umpire is saying that it's gone wide now the umpire has actually rolled it out towards the referee yeah, in, and I think it will be a throw in on the uh, 21 yard line so that's exactly what he's going to do 111 Thomastown 1-8 to Fulham Gales 
And there's the throw-in from the referee on the 21. And Full and Gales are trying to get this one and go forward and attack. But here's a man we spoke about at half-time. O'Hara clears that ball downfield for Thomastown. Lovely touch in the middle of the park. On they go. Here go Thomastown. The flick inside came from Stuart Waugh. But it's gone straight to the hand of uh, Raymond McEntee. And the referee has spotted a hand there. Now, which way is he giving this free? So it's, uh, he's giving it to Full and Gales yeah. because he's telling... Stuart Waugh that he was flapping with the hurling stick and uh, if he books him I think it might be a little bit harsh Michael but I, it looks like he might I be I even thought the free was a little bit harsh to be yeah. honest with you. I thought he was going for the ball the ball was in the air what are you supposed to do but they are kind of clamping down on that kind of a thing yeah, it's now. yellow it's yellow card it's a tough yellow. decision now yeah. it is a tough decision because yeah. now even though he's not involved in anything uh, other than playing good pure hurling he just has to be that little bit careful anymore little rash challenges like that and uh, as I said at the rain starts to fall slightly in Croke Park again and now he's been agitated by the number 7 of Full and Gay Connell Maskey, the captain. He knows now that Stuart was on yellow. There's the free in around the house. Where's it gone? Goal. Oh, it's a goal! It's a goal! It's gone to the back of the net! And it's gone all the way to the net from Robbie Power. Did no, it? No, they got it. Did the, it get a touch? No, no, the full forward that came on, the chap that came on, got a flick to it. Alan O'Neill. Alan O'Neill, in fairness, it didn't go all the way. He got a flick to it and it went into the net from there. But uh, and it it's a huge boost to the, to the Full and Gales team. You know, they were three points down and Thomas looked to be getting on top again. And that's a big, big boost to them. It certainly is. It's uh, 32 minutes on the clock. 32 and a half. 111 Thomas Town. 2 8 to Full and Gales. That's 14 points apiece here in Croke Park. Now, here goes. John Joe Farrell the captain he's inside the 14 yard line but he's been marshalled by two players and one is the cornerback Owen O'Brien of Fulham Gales he sends it out but it's gathered in the middle of the park Desi Walsh in a great first half Desi was he pushed in the back well the linesman said it's out on the far side the referee was just watching it I think it's going to be a line ball Again, and no free Brandon, I felt that was a push in yeah. the back and, and I also felt that Shane Lanning was pushing the back of the far end but uh, the full back for Fulham Gales as we said no, no Liam Knockers on the yellow card and he took a terrible risk there uh, when John Joe Farrell went around him and, and he He's, he's, you know, he's, he's in another one, and obviously he's gone. But uh, you know, he, he was very lucky not to get one there because when the ball was gone, he, he fouled him as well. But the referee, uh, in his wisdom, gave the line ball. But it was definitely a free for Townsend in my view. And justice has been done. The line ball went straight over the line, and Desi Welch is having a really good game as a chance now to put Thompson in his hat. Yeah, and I just want to come back to Stuart Wall being picked up on Bookshire. I thought when he ran from his own fort, six forty-five towards the sixty-five in the middle of the park, I thought he came for one or two rash belts as well. I thought he might have got a free. Yeah. He didn't, and then he ended up getting a booking because. Yeah. He said he was flapping with the hurry. Uh, I felt it was a little bit harsh there on, on all those occasions. I think you're, you're dead right there, Brendan. And well, look at you were wearing gloves and the linesman is wearing gloves. <laughs> John and Davies wore them yesterday. There's a few lads from Turles were wearing them as yeah, well. So. And from Kilcormock. And they're tough men. But it's cold up here on the seventh floor of Croke Park today. Our press box position in the commentary box. Michael Walsh, Brian O'Donoghue, Richie Stone. I'm Brendan Hennessy. Thomas Towner on the attack. We have four minutes gone in the second half. And this game has been brought to you in association with John Brennan Machinery Supplies of Kilkenny. It's level pegging. 1-11 Thomas Town, 2-8 to Fulham Gales. And Thomas Town had that advantage at half time, a two-point advantage, but that has been reeled back in and it is a free now on the far side of the park and the free is to Fulham Gales and a Michael Donnelly was fouled uh, you know a very very skillful player again and his free taking so far has been absolutely brilliant so hopefully that won't put the, the hex on him and he'll put this on over again but very very good play by him there because Fulham Gales had a chance to come out but Charmison's work rate was very strong and that's why they held up the play there so a very chance, big chance now for Donnelly to put him ahead again it certainly is there's the strike from Donnelly 
Left-handed strike, sending it in, and the umpire under no hesitation, but Thomas Towner back in front here on 35 minutes exactly, five minutes into the second half, 1-12 Thomas Town, 2-8 to Fulham Gales, that's 15 points to 14, and the hook-out will come from the Fulham Gales goalkeeper. Tom Goulding is in the goal. Tom Goulding doesn't put great height in this. Looking for his midfielder. It was a good ball, but the centre forward, in actual fact, Robbie Power, gave him the shout for that he ran, but then Power missed out on it. Here come Thomastown on the attack. 14 is John Joe Farrell. John Joe turns. John Joe strikes, and that's under the crossbar. Now, was that over the line? Was it over the line? No, says the umpire. And the cornerback had to try and clear that under all sorts of pressure. Rory Weddle at cornerback for the Manchester-based team. As the ball comes back in from Dylan Waugh, across the face of the goal, towards Thomas O'Hanrahan. O'Hanrahan on the 14, tries to shovel it up. It just won't come up. Fulham Gales do well, and they clear that, and their supporters show the appreciation. It's a great ding-dong battle here in Croke Park. Thomastown have a one-point advantage. Here go Fulham Gales, looking to get a score. All these fellas have played at underage level for their counties, but the Fulham Gales man, Brendan Maloney, thought he was back in London in the UK in the summer in the 100 metres because he forgot he had a hurling ball and stick in his hand and he took maybe six, seven steps with that and to be fair Michael you might get away with it once or twice he hasn't got the longest stride in the world but he was penalised and it was a correct decision yeah definitely correct decision he just went too far with it uh, again they've gone back to the two man full forward lane uh, they've drawn a player back out the field so uh, you know he had no one to really play it into there's a high dropping ball coming in and that's come off the head of one of the Fulham Gales helmets and uh, they're trying to desperately tear this ball but Thomas Town have a lot of hurling in them in particular this man Oh, Hanran, beautiful ball centred a great play by the full back great play by Fulham Gales I think it was nine was back there Lawless who went back and won that ball difficult enough to see the number from that distance and Fulham Gales are playing with a bit of bite at the moment and depriving Thomas Town of crucial scores Thomas Town still lead 1-12 to 2-8 that's 15 points to 14 and you're listening to KCLR 96 FM, the heart of Carlo Kilkenny, live from Croke Park for the All-Ireland Junior and Intermediate Club Hurling Finals. A great day for all the clubs involved. It's Thomastown of Kilkenny versus Fulham Gales of Manchester and we have a free just inside the 65. Hill 16 end of the crowd. Has to be the other way. He's made it wrong. Yeah, yeah it is the other way. The referee yeah. just got his yeah. hand signals wrong. It is, yeah. yeah. And it's, I think it's just because he had the book in one hand or the card and he's going to have a chat with the midfielder. Richie Stone, what do you make of it all now? 37 minutes on the clock, Richie. Only one between them. 37 minutes and then there won't be a lot between them at the end. Uh, I, I, I still think it's going to go the whole whole way to the to the finish. Uh, it, coming up here, I would have thought Thomastown would have won it by maybe six or seven points. But I, I don't think that's going to happen for either side at this stage. Uh, Thomastown finding it very, very hard to get away from them. They look that little bit better. They look sharper, and they definitely have the better forwards. But they're not, uh, you know, they're only a point ahead, and it's going to be very hard. They're going to have to battle the whole way. But you know, what other way would you want it to win in All Ireland? Well, there you're right, Richie. There you are, a man who uh, did well last year here with St. Patrick's. 38 minutes on the clock. 112 Thomastown. Two eight full and gills. Dangerous ball in field. Where's that gone? Pulled on on the ground. Oh, it's a goal! It's a goal for Thomastown, and Thomas O'Hanran has put it to the back of the net. Is that to be a big turning point in the game? He just seen the ball drop in front of him on the 14. He said, here's one for the town. Bang, into the canal end goal. O'Hanran's got a goal. It's now 2-12 to 2-8. There's a four-point advantage for the men in blue. And they have another chance now because the puck out has gone straight out over the line on the far side. Michael, he's been threatening and playing well right throughout this game. He's always been a quality player. That was a good finish. Yeah, well, as I said to you, when that ball's in around there all day long, it's looked very, very dangerous. They've, they've now got a second goal and they could have had a, any amount of them, really. And uh, you have to say, very poorly defended, but O'Hanrahan... Uh, uh, 
it, you know, right up to this schools, colleges, county and whatever has always been a great goal poacher and there he was again waiting on hand for the ball to drop and he put it away and uh, I think that you've, you've just said it there that's the big turning point in this game could be certainly now here come Full and Gaze oh the first touch it lets him down and they got away with that Thomas Town the block down was good the referee got in the way the ball went out to the referee's legs play continues and Thomas Town come back looking for another score that's struck in there by Desi Walsh I think and Desi has crept it over the black spot it's another score and it's a crucial one for Thomas Town now with 39 and a half minutes on the clock it's 19 points for the men from Thomastown it's 14 points for Full and Gales 2.13 to 2.8 and we have a substitute coming in for Full and Gales Adrian Nash is now being introduced for Full and Gales not quite sure who's leaving it's 13 the full forward uh, the corner forward the Carrick Shockman James O'Farrell that's been replaced so 19 is in for 13 and that is a change they're making at the moment but it's advantage Thomastown now Michael Watch. Oh, yeah definitely and I think they'll push on from here Brendan and uh, we could actually see a margin fair margin the goalkeeper's pockets are absolutely terrible two sharp workouts gone astray and I think you'll see a big margin now because Thomastown will push on from here let's uh, score Darren Burke, well, yeah. he's got it, yeah. And Michael, it comes back to what you said. The puckouts from the goalkeeper have been pulled. Yeah, he's missed the last two, Brendan. He's, I don't know what he's trying to do with them, but uh, the Thomas have intercepted them. And as I said to you, that goal is, is the one that will break the back in the full Gales challenge. You can see the heads going down around us, and the Thomas confidence is rising. And uh, I think now they will they will push on. But they will remember for 40 minutes that they've, they've got a, as tough of a game as they've had all year, I'd say. 2-14 to Thomas Town, 2-8 to full Gales. Thomas Town has some great performances in Kilkenny and in, and of course in Leinster and uh, doing well in the Leinster in the Kilkenny Championship and of course doing well here today now that they've got to an All-Ireland final Full and Gales of Manchester versus Thomas Town of Kilkenny and here's the ball gone in now Full and Gales with the first chance in quite a while they need scores and they need them quickly Thomas Town lead 2-14 to 2-8 balls across there's the shot oh it's gone to the right and wide it was a bullet and fairness to young McGarry he watched it all the way it was a bullet it was never going to threaten him it was no. tailing to the right and Dara watched it all the way but sure he didn't lick it or scrape it as the lad said standing in that goal Michael he certainly didn't uh, he certainly didn't Brendan and uh, you know he's done fine today and uh, you know his dad will be very proud of him sitting in the stand there I'm sure uh, as I said to you Brendan uh, that was a little bit of desperation for the first time in the game uh, Fulham games they normally take their time in that situation but he rushed his shot and he had no chance and uh, Thomas Town now have up the gears yes indeed Bally Raggett of course won this uh, last year 113 to 112 over Charleville of Cork and uh, Galmoy men have been uh, great top scorers in this feeling Martin Whelan of course and Phil Russell uh, two men who got nine points in total in All-Ireland's final Phil if I remember got 2-3 Martin got nine points in the, the Galmoy's great win in the club junior 2-14 it is to Thomastown now 2-8 to Fulham Gales Fulham Gales need scores but Thomastown cleared that ball downfield we're into the 42nd minute good high ball comes down gathered by Dylan Waugh he's a lovely stylish hurler Dylan he's a bit of orange in the boots today they're flashy in Croke Park but he can run in them he can play in them he sends it into Michael Donnelly Donnelly sends it in Donnelly hits the post it's down oh John Joe pulled on that ball and you know what when you need them they won't go in and when you don't need them well they still wouldn't go in it, whatever way it came off the boss of the stick he died for the town he tried to put it over the line and how that went wide well Michael Walsh it's beyond I, me but I, you, you were a goalkeeper you I, know more fairness, what I, happens in there <laughs> you have to give credit to the keeper he done, he done really well there but I, I, I'm amazed John Jafar only one point to his name how he'll be wondering himself how that is because he's he's uh, you know he's been deprived of two possibly three goals and a couple of points through the 
post and everything and that time it looked certain when the ball came back with the post but in fairness to the keeper he made himself big and uh, he, he saved it very very well but as I said to you Tom Sonner getting their sub ready now to come in here but they're definitely in the tendency now Brennan and there's, there's certainly only one winner in this game it certainly is Thomas Town of course won the Leinster final over at Milan of me 213 to 17 before that the beat Navena of Wexford 124 to 10 points and now uh, Thomas Town did well in the latter stages of Leinster there's another one got in and over the bar from the 65 and that is another one for Thomas Town and now Thomas Town make a substitute the man coming in is Adrian Burke wearing 21 so Adrian is in and Dylan Wall's gone and off Dylan Wall's yeah. gone off so Adrian is in another nice hurler as well yeah. he's got straight into the action the referee says he'll go with that puck out again lads and that indeed is what to do Richie 43 and a half minutes gone Richie Stone 7 points up Thomas Town 2.15 to 2.8 it's theirs to lose really Oh yes, it's, uh, they won't lose it now. Uh, I thought there shortly after half time they might have to battle for a bit longer to get there, but uh, I think uh, they probably, as Mickey said, they probably win it easily enough at this stage. Uh, they're they're really a better team. They have been a better team throughout, and I suppose you'd be wondering why uh, John Joe Farrell has only a point to his um, name at this stage. He'd have to do some tremendous hurling. He'd have to be denied a couple of goals. So like, they're on top, and they have three or four lads in there in the forwards who are quite capable of uh, winning a game of their own, uh, on their own uh, Tucker Hanrahan John Joe Farrell Dylan Waugh Michael Donnelly any of these fellas are quite capable of getting goals and um, I think they won't need them at this stage they won't need any more goals I think they'll win it easily enough but uh, it's fair play to Full and Gales they've battled and battled and battled and uh, have, um, have a chance now well here's a chance for Fullingales thanks a lot Richie is this to be a goal for them now here's a chance the Dunwell's controlled where's it gone in the full back of Thomas Town who has little to do in the second half Shane Lanigan he took that he never panicked and he struck the ball down between the 45 but Fullingales win it back the big man from the middle McEntee he sets it up fires in the shot to the hill 16 end he sends it in and puts it over the bar he's reduced the deficit to 6 points it's 2.15 to 2.10 now to 2.9 uh, right? I should say 2.15 to 2.9 21 points to 15 he took it well Michael He's yeah great a chance of a goal before yeah. it and they really probably should have scored it but the sub coming in just you know in fairness Thomas on defence con- conversion but McEntee is a fine hurler although he's on he's on what I think is Desi Welch is having a savage game in the middle of the field for Thomas Town yeah. and uh, he scored the second point of the day yeah I'm very impressed with this fella Robbie Power of Full Engage he's the Mac- best player he's Mac- the best yeah, player yeah McEntee in the middle of the field this man has plenty of style Robbie Power the ball is sent downfield Thomas Town oh the Thomas Town man was bundled off the ball as he went to address that and that's Brian Murphy the corner back and to be fair to the full back line and the half back line of Thomas Town and Michael as he mentioned Desi Walsh and Derek Lanigan in the middle but uh, Manny, Shane Lanigan Brian Murphy Barry Whelan Peter O'Hanrahan and Richard O'Hara they've all hurled very well both in clearances and in defence and closing down their men they made life difficult for Fulham Gales but Fulham Gales to their credit they were well in this game until that second Thomas Town goal and they went out of it a bit the heads have dropped but they're giving it everything to be fair to the lads from Manchester they're defending now again they had more than a defenders than attackers there and that ball has been cleared by Fulham Gales 2.15 to Thomas Town 2.9 to Fulham Gales that's 21 points to 15 46 minutes played here in Croke Park the referee Garrett Duffy of Antrim has spotted something there he's given a free into Full and Gales and I'm sure Michael 46 minutes on the clock this fellow's well capable of sticking it between the posts they'll probably look to themselves and say no we latch on the few points oh, and then definitely. Goals. Uh, no, no, the no. old saying take your points to yeah, goals I know, and he, look, he's, a, he's a class player and I'll tell you he still has a score there's not many a team would, have, would like to have him in their team whether he scores or he doesn't he's, you know, he's yeah. already got 1-5 one, one today I think and 1-1 uh, one, one from play but he's a fine player and in general play he's been very good 
He struck that well. Now he's put, put a, a bit of curve on that. Has he got it? He has it. He has a jab. Put a bit of faith on that. But he's a fine hurler, Brendan. Even there a few minutes ago, he got on the ball there and he just drifts around and uh, he's playing from the centre forward position. But uh, very, very good player. And uh, as I said, it's, that's one five or six for him now. And uh, you know, another stuff coming on for Thomastown. Number Edward Tennyson is coming on for Brian Murphy. Edward Tennyson in for Thomastown. So Edward is wearing number 19. And the man to be withdrawn. It's Brian Murphy. It's Brian Murphy. So Brian from cornerback is being withdrawn. And Edward Tennyson is in wearing number 19. Great name of Kenny Tennyson. Great name of Kenny Hurling as well. And by that, 2.15 to Thomastown. 2.10 to Gales. 21 points to 16. There's five between them. It's not a mountain and hurling. But Thomastown have advantage. And we're favourites coming into the game. But Gales won't give up. Hooked from behind there by Darren Burke was the Full and Gales man and they send it in to the two-man full forward line at the moment and Thomas Town have enough time and pre- uh, presence in Peter O'Hanran to try and clear that ball but now we've got a kind of a, a scrum developing there so they're all trying to forage for that ball and the referee says dangerous situation lads let's throw it in play safe and we'll keep the good hurling going 48 minutes on the clock 2.15 to Thomas Town 2.10 to Full and Gales and this broadcast is to be brought to you in association with John Brennan Machinery Supplies in Kilkenny with the first broken hurling stick of the afternoon and it's a full and gales man who has broken his stick so uh, he'll need that fairly quickly and I think we're looking for another scrum situation here no we're not because the ball is the cleared out and the Thomastown man was fouled there going across to clear that ball was Derek Lanigan he took a bit of a rash challenge he was brought to his knees Thomastown with the free out that will relieve a little bit of the pressure but Full and Gales they're not, they have no real answer in the third quarter now Michael No and with the system they're playing they just can't you couldn't win the game because they still have a fella right in front of the full forward now and they need to do that in the first half certainly but with 10 minutes to go or 12 minutes to go you know they're 5 points back and uh, they're still playing a 2 man full forward line and uh, you know one of them as a sub that comes in and he hasn't really made much of impression so you, you just can't see him getting the scores that's required whereas at this end of the field you know Thomastown looked like very very dangerous although John Joe has gone centre forward now Michael Donnelly is in full forward but Thomastown definitely in the descendancy up here here we go again although Full and Gales have defended that very very well yeah Full and Gales doing well some players really doing well from today but all these lads came over here and have given it 100% a Thomastown second goal as I said on commentary has put them on the back foot but Thomastown lead 2.15 a total of 21 points to 2.10 and 2.15 is a great return Michael regardless of what match you're playing in yeah well they're for, as I said to you all their six starting forwards scored for Thomastown which is you know in, in, in present day hurling it's a great return and uh, usually when that happens Brendan you'll, you'll go on to win the game and that's what's happening today as I said Fulham Gales only three of their starting forwards had scored and the sub added a, a score as well here they go again though ball around the square here's the ball around the square for Fulham Gales long ball downfield can Fulham Gales get a score here they need one and they need it quickly oh that was that's a, a rash challenge that's a free the referee hasn't given a free he has now, now he has he blew it a little bit late but it is a free into Fulham Gales in fairness Brendan to Alan O'Neill who you know who I said was he, he he's not the most mobile but he's very very strong and he has caused Shane Lanigan uh, enough of problems in there with, with the balls going in and uh, you know he won that one very very well and laid it back to power who has a chance now to reduce and get deficit to four points and again you have to have credit to the to the, the English team they have, Fulham Gales have come back there very very strongly after being seven points down this is a chance now to reduce it to four well it's 2.15 to Thomastown 2.10 to Fulham Gales and we can tell you that across the state or Dublin it's three points to England no score Ireland Owen Farrell with a penalty for England and we'll catch up with Stephen Byrne as soon as the final whistle goes here he's at the Aviva Stadium for KCLR 96 of M here's the free in for Fulham Gales that's gone in and over the bar they're now on a total of 17 points 
points, two goals and 11 points. And to be fair, Michael, 2 11 would win most junior matches, but not today because they're on 17. Thomas Town are on 2 15, 21. We have 10, well, to be exact, we have nine and a half minutes remaining here in the AIB Leinster Junior Hurling All Ireland final, live from Croke Park. You're listening to KCLR, the heart of Carlucky Kenny, in association with John Brennan Machinery Supplies. As Full and Gales go on another attack, what can they get here? O'Hara comes across the train, close them out, but somehow to get that ball well, across the field, it. and it's going to be a free from the 21. Maybe our prediction won't be too. Well, let's see what happens. <laughs> but they've come right back into it, and Thomas have taken their, their, their foot off the gas. They moved John Joe Farlow to centre forward, and moved Michael Donnelly in, and uh, you know. Not so sure whether that's the best move or not because, uh, you know, Farrell was causing so much trouble inside. And, uh, you know, but Fulham Gales have stuck to their system. Now they're changing, just as I speak, they're changing again. And Donnelly is coming out the field. And uh, Thomas are now going to a two-man full forward line because the extra man has been doing an awful lot of hurling around the middle of the field there. And a uh, chance now to reduce it to three, which have taken. And it's a dangerous lead now because a goal can level it up here. It's 2.15, Thomas Town. Yeah, but I'm glad Thomas have reacted to that because, you know, the loose man, whoever it was, was picking up an, an amount of ball there. And, uh, the, there's another sub coming on David, Prendergast, David Prendergast yeah and I don't know who's gone off there that time David. it's Adrian Burke who's gone off or, or sorry it's uh, Darren Burke who's gone off the, uh, well he did play well he did he scored three points to play it I is. think it's him anyway is it 12 Richie looks like him yeah yeah well spotted Michael it is Darren Burke so David Prendergast is in wearing number 18 and we got a scoreboard that says 2.15 to Thomastown a total of 21 points Full and Gales 2 goals and 12 that's 18 points game on but here oh there goes Thomastown and there was a man coming ball they hit it for Michael Donnelly and he just sidestepped at a vital time got a lovely ball oh, up a to great, Stuart Waugh and yeah. Stuart Waugh has dissected the post but what I would class as score of the game and how how important that score could be now 2.16 is a total of 22 points he took that with a plum, it was brilliant stuff from the Thomas Town man. Twenty-two points to eighteen. Michael, you you give him the accolades during the commentary. There, great score. Uh, it was a great score, Brendan. Very, very well worked. But he was on a different, and he has the ball again, and uh, he's played very, very well yeah, here he, today. He has it all, hasn't and, he? And uh, that's a great score. A loose pass there, but it halted the momentum. Oh, great tackle by uh, Derek Lanigan, but it, it halted the momentum of the Fulham Gale side, and that's a big score. There's a bit big of chance now. He's climbing all over him. Referee's allowed to continue, and for look, the cornerback Rory Weddle was back there for Fulham Gale, but Thomas Town could have had a free it wasn't spotted by the officials and if it was uh, to lead into something that the result would go in another direction in the final minute I'm sure there would have been a bit of shenanigans an argy bargy Tiger Cairns if you're listening as uh, Fullen Gales go with a long ball downfield 2.16 to 2.12 that's 22 points to 18 and the full back of Thomastown Shane Lanigan did well he won a great ball but he had to uh, not foul it he didn't foul free it in. and the referee is given a free and now Michael they came out Brendan and Ferris on there absolutely you know they've just never turned into towel they've worked so so hard Fulham Gales and you know again I think a little bit harsh on Thomas there's definitely a free in there but look at he played the advantage and it could have been another goal and they could have got so many goals Tucker Hannon is complaining to the umpires there and maybe I think, right, I think Tucker is right I know he is it should have you know but letter of the law should have been a free in you know they're probably giving a bit more soft down this end of the field but it's a great chance for, for power again and, and, and he'll hardly miss from here if he decides to go for the, the point he's looking around for a bit of direction here I, I think Michael you know, I know he should we, take his point Brendan because we, there's yeah, still, well, there's still seven minutes to go with injury time I'm sure and uh, you know there's only a goal in it so he should definitely should take his point takes his but point, he's still looking yeah. up around for although the referee is talking to one of the Thomastown players well, Thomastown have three outfield players on the goal line along with their goalkeeper Dara McGarry and this will be interesting because well the referee is having a chat with one of the Thomastown players now as well is it the third card of the yeah, game it's, it's a, a card for, for Shane Lanigan yeah. and uh, incidentally I thought when Shane won the ball first he might have got a 
free out himself, but he didn't. Now there's four outfield players, including Shane, on that goal line. The free is into Fulham Gales. Thomas Town Lee, 2.16 to Fulham Gales, 2.12. And here is the free, and it doesn't help when you're standing over it for a long time. Robbie Power will be the free taker, and the referee has got communication now. And he holds his arm out here. Oh, the Fulham Gales man is going to be in trouble because he's pleading with the umpire. Well, it was a, it was a fellow we're looking at. He's going to get a red card because he's he's on one yellow. That's number three. And he's opening up his arms. I, I'd hate to see someone be sent no, off. No, this day will be terrible now. But he's, not, he's on a yellow and he's not coming up to send it. He's not running up for nothing. He's have to come the whole length of the field here. So there's obviously a problem. And I'd say it's going to be Liam Knocker in serious bother here. Well, let's see what the umpires and the referee are going to do. It'll be a disappointing day for him and for Fulling Gales if Is that happens. three or four? It's hard I, to think, I, numbers. I think it was four, Michael. Oh, then he's on a yellow. Maybe he's not going to give him a yellow. I think it was four. So Yeah, he was going in, uh, in full back. Anyway. Now, it all depends what the umpires are going to say. Because, you know, the usual thing is yeah, what happened there. He's in bother, all right, the two of them are at it is what they'll probably be told but uh, the man in question is Owen O'Brien number four well, this could be, I hope it doesn't read but it could be I hope it's not read for his sake oh, because uh, I know it, be. it should have been a free into Tucker earlier before yeah. but obviously something off the ball has happened it's oh, a yellow. yellow it's yellow oh, two yellow cards oh he's gone two. no no it's, no. it's just yellow no it's, it's number yellow. four it's Owen O'Brien yeah. Uh, yeah. the two were wearing red helmets so that's the and the referee and the, number, and the, the, the referee sending in his own mind don't ever call me back down there again he's run Crop Park twice he's yeah. ran from Hill 16 to he's the Canal a, he, end he's a fit looking man in Ferriston <laughs> yeah uh, he'll Richie, be giving out to dumpers after it Richie Stone is laughing here but it's a free in to, it's a free in to Fulham Gales and the free in will be for Robbie Power now Michael I it, said it there it'd be interesting to see how much injury time he adds on for that yeah, because but it, he, it, it, that took about three minutes there it did but the other thing as well it doesn't help a free taker when you're standing around for so long over a ball no but he, I, everything he, will go he's through his mind this one there we go Ooh, he got enough. it he got it yeah. Robbie Power has got it it's now Thomas Town 216 1-8 1-9 for him and it's Fulham Gales with 213 and is that 1-8 or 1-9 for Robbie Power 1-9 1-9 for Robbie Power out of a total of 19 points now there's only a goal between the sides 216 to 213 is 22 points to 19 advantage Thomas Town and we have three and a half minutes of normal time remaining Thomas Town supporters are on their feet oh great catch on the far side was that shoulder to shoulder it was and there's the ball coming straight back downfield Fulham Gales on the attack lovely first touch support is needed for Fulham Gales to have the ball the control pass inside gone in towards the centre half forward turned and tried to shoe away his man oh, oh that was a harsh tough decision. oh that was a, a harsh tough decision, Brandon. that's a big big call and he's moving in now as well because of the oh, some people arguing that is now what's going to happen here well that is uh, to me now I give credit where credit was due the manager is telling him I, I'm just looking down at the manager I'm taking away everything else the manager told him to put it over the bar but he's standing back as if he's going to go for the goal and if he goes for a goal and gets it I have my doubts whether it was even a free well I do too I, I'm amazed at it he's given very very easy frees here he goes there's power Goes for the over points the and he's put it over the bar and now it's two points between the sides, two sixteen to Thomastown, two fourteen to Fulham Gills. Richie, what did you make of that decision? Yeah, well, I think it's a hard decision to give at that time. However, it's uh, been, been not one of his decisions all day or here a bit iffy in my opinion, but uh, that doesn't say they were wrong. John Joe Farrell's down injured now, the crowd are going mad down below us because no, he's been down, down for the last few minutes and there's been no attention, but he's off the field, he's coming back on now. Well, let's we stick with the match, we're into the last two and a half minutes. Another free in here, and that definitely was a free, Brendan, and, and the Thomastown number nine could be in bother here, it was a wild pull there, he's definitely going to get a yellow card, Derek Lanigan there, and uh, you know, if he can get this score, it's going to leave a point in it. Richie. Yeah, well, since half time we're saying, you know, Thomas Town will go on and win it and go on and win it. And they looked indeed they're the better team and they look like they go on and win it. But there's nothing in it with uh, two minutes left in the game. What is in it? Two points. So it's a great credit to 
Colin Gales whether they will lose a draw here for staying in this game all day it's absolutely terrific well there's two minutes left to go here it's a free in and the crowd are booing the referee's decisions but there's the free now that's dropping dangerously now where's that gone onto the middle of the goal line Thomas Town do well and come out and defend that ball well but it's still not out of danger zone it is now because back there was Desi Walsh Desi has relieved the pressure he sent it downfield 58 minutes and 40 seconds Full and Gales come back they're two points behind it's 2.16 to 2.14 the low ball into the Full and Gales half forward line they're looking for scores they need them quickly they're two points down the man calling behind for the ball is number 10 that's Patrick Duggan Duggan didn't control it he's a tired looking player at the moment Thomas Town have weathered the storm the right man in the right place they're Lanigan Lanigan to the middle of the park it's gone into no man's land and back to Fullingales it's now back with number 9 Shane Lawless of Fullingales Lawless goes forward barges through with the ball gets away with it up to 10 which is Patrick Duggan of Fullingales long ball from Patrick Duggan full forward is done brilliantly pulled to the ground knows at the referee no free there's the strike there's the shot Ooh, McGarry saves it well done Darren McGarry that's a save and a half and that's one that Danny will be proud of has he been fouled knows as the referee for me I thought he might have got a lick of a stick Richard O'Hara Harris back there he drives at the length of the field 30 seconds of normal time remaining and Full and Gales are throwing everything at the men from Thomastown here they come forward again centre ball McGarry is out and he parries it away out of the danger zone 2.16 to Thomastown 2.14 to Full and Gales there's two points between them the men from Kilkenny lead by two 22 points to 20 Full and Gales go back at them again massive ball in let it out to the left and that's where it's gone it's gone to the left and wide we have to give young McGarry credit, Michael. He yeah. has called in there to play in the goal. And when the pressure came on, he certainly lived it up for his team. He does very, once, very well. Uh, a dirty low ball came in and he handled it very well. Came out the field and he got a knock. And, uh, you know, Brendan, ten minutes ago I thought Townsend were going to walk away with this game. But Fulham Gales have come right, right back. And you know what? They're going to be. They're going to consider themselves a little bit unfortunate. With a little bit more experience, they, had, they should have taken their point there rather than go for the goal because they had three minutes. And uh, they have all the momentum going now. Townsend have gone completely and utterly out of the game but Thomastown have a two point advantage we can't forget that it's 2.16 to Thomastown 2.14 to Fulham Gales and free the referee in. said it's a free into Thomastown and this could be the strike that Thomastown need and you can hear the reaction of the crowd because the Thomastown people well, feel they, they, they've been hard done I, by I, I have to agree with them Brendan uh, like, you don't want to be too biased and over from Kilkenny but he's given them, he's given some very very easy frees and some very harsh decisions against Thomastown uh, who have been the better team but you know the, the last 10 minutes they've just lost their way completely and uh, they're, they're hanging on here at this stage and uh, as I said young Dara came out there twice and did very very well and uh, you know fair credit to him but uh, you know Thomastown from a position where they were walking through the second half have left uh, Fulham Gales right in it as Danley puts this over and uh, that should definitely be the clinching score and uh, you know he's done very very well from place balls today Michael Donnelly is the man that Michael Walsh talks about it's 61 minutes and two I don't know what the clock said in relation three minutes, to that time three, minutes, three, three minutes. minutes well one minute and 27 seconds of that three minutes is gone Thomastown lead by three points here in Croke Park in the AIB Junior Hurling All-Ireland Final versus Fulham Gales from Manchester and the referee and touch judge or the linesman on the far side said that will be a line ball to Fulham Gales three points between them all they can do now is get a goal and try and draw the match Fulham Gales they've given it everything the Kilkenny champions were very impressive in their run through Leinster I mentioned they beat Navena of Wexford they beat Ratmoylan of Mead but also beat Lusma of Offaly in the opening round of that Leinster Championship Fulham Gales are going to drive this ball downfield now it will be difficult 
to get it down. We have one minute exactly remaining. Time is not on their side. Can Thomastown hang on here in Croke Park? Fulham Gales with the sideline cut. Down to the big man who was causing Thomastown problems. McEntee. The ball breaks in the middle of the park. Thomastown have just got not a foul. Keep the ball moving. Again, we have a, a rook situation in the middle. It's just not coming up for anybody, but it's loose enough play. And the referee will say continue. Fulham Gales have it. The big man. McEntee feeds it back to the half-back line now back to nine which is Shane Lawless Lawless drives a big ball upfield out comes Thomas Town and the man who played very well all day Richard O'Hara the man who we said his father was a famous Kilkenny hurler he kicks the ball downfield Thomas Town going to try and put the icing on the cake beautiful distribution from 13 Thomas O'Hara but well intercepted by Fulham Gales then knock it back downfield they're not giving up yet Fulham Gales so here they go again looking to get this goal that's over cooked on his back and this could be it game six a match in Thomastown of Kilkenny are the All-Ireland Junior Champions what a game of junior hurling 2.17 to Thomastown 2.14 to Fulham Gales 23 points to 20 and they're celebrating in style the Thomastown supporters and Fulham Gales one would have to give them some kind of sympathy they have absolutely given it everything the Kilkenny champions came through a great series in Kilkenny the club landed their fifth Kilkenny Junior Championship title in their history that was in November they won 3-13 to 10 over Bennett's Bridge and then the champions as I've said they beat Lusna of Offaly Navain of Wexford they beat Ratmylan of Mead then Thomastown took the Leinster title 2-13 to 1-7 over Ratmoylan that was in Navan at the start of December and the champions needed two late goals from sub Adrian Burke after good work by captain John Joe Farrell Thomas O'Hanran he had a great game today he gave off a stern challenge in that game as well they're here in the final today and they've absolutely played great stuff went out of the game possibly once or twice but Michael, Fra- Michael Walsh they have won it and I congratulate you and remember all the great players we mentioned at the start of this game all the people in Thomas Thomastown that are listening to us this afternoon all the Thomastown people across the world that are listening and all the Carlock and Kenny people as well to the listeners in Manchester and Fulham Gales we congratulate you on the great work you're doing with your club over there and these lads you should be proud of them with some great performances but the day belongs to Thomastown and they've, they've won the All-Ireland Junior title and Michael Walsh the final score 217 to 214 and it can be deemed as another cracker uh, and you know, I was wondering coming up here this morning, Brendan, what kind of a day we'd have, and uh, whatever happens in the next match, we can go home saying that we saw one absolutely blinding game of hurling. And uh, great credit to both teams, absolutely delighted for Thomastown. It's a great, great day for them and for all the people in Thomastown. And uh, they, they, you know, for 45 minutes of this game, they played absolutely fantastic hurling. But then, when I thought they were going to push on, they led 2:15 to 2:7. We must remember, and looked like they were just going to push on for an easy victory. But absolute credit to the Fulham Gales team for Man. Chester, they played fantastically well and it wasn't just hit and hope stuff alright, they got a few easy decisions from the referee there's no doubt about that, but they gave they gave it absolutely everything and we've seen a fantastic game, but a fantastic victory for Townsend, no doubt they're a better team but you know, and in one way it's great for, to, to, to win the final this way because they know how hard they've learned it and uh, possibly on the day they thought they might have got the easiest match they got the toughest match of the year, a fantastic game, great credit to the two teams the better team won, but uh, savage display by, by the Fulham Gales team and 
and uh, uh, long will this game remember, uh, remain in the memory of everybody that was here to see it. A great, great game following on from two yesterday. Hopefully we can have something similar in the next game. But, uh, you know, Thomastown had that extra bit of class up front, as we said. Full and Gales were totally dependent on Robbie Power up front, and he gave an exhibition to Hurling. But Thomastown had a better spread of scores, and therein, I suppose, lay the story of the game. But uh, a great performance by both teams, and uh, the victory has gone to where it's just about deserved, and I mean just about deserved, and uh, I didn't think I'd be saying that coming up. Well, I'm delighted for them too, and uh, we have to remember their solitary senior hurling championship title in Kenny. Well, that was way back in '46. They added intermediate championship titles in '83, and then the club landed the fifth Kenny Junior Championship with their win in November against Bennett's Bridge. Well, they've added another one to the sideboard or to the mantelpiece. Thomas Town 217, Full and Gales in this All Ireland Junior hurling final, and the captain will step up and accept the trophy as did the Valley Ragged Man do last year. So it's back to back for Kilkenny. We'll bring in Richie Stone in a moment, the captain of Thomas Town today. John Farrell, yeah, a man that's well noted, and uh, Jack Walsh is still listening to us in Blue Water and going mad. The man from Ennistig, he's delighted. John Joe Farrell is the captain. He's been presented now as the speeches are being made here, and John Joe's just about to be handed the cup. We hope our Brian is picking it all up. Here we go. Listen to the cheer. Here we go. Thomas Town, yes. All Ireland Junior Champions. Well done, Thomas Town. An absolutely fantastic display. Great individual displays, great team display, and we got to say well done to Paul Tracy, the banished door, Ray Challoner, Mark Coon, and John Donnelly. And I'm sure Michael, you'll go along and congratulate all the lads in the Totally, yeah, they, they, they've done a fantastic job. You know, they went, they were a junior and they want to be back up, and they're gone back up this year to intermediate, and they want to go further again. They have a great wealth of young talent, and you know, t- today's, uh, today's, today's like today will really bring the thing on for them, and uh, you know, it'll be a great experience for them. As I said, they had to come up here and win it the hard way and that'll do them the world of good because you know as I said coming up this morning we maybe felt that that they would win it easier than they did and especially when they pushed ahead 215 to 2-7 there it looked as if they were going to walk away with it but as I said great credit to Fulham Gales they came right back and uh, at the end there that game could have went anyway but it's it's all about the victory Brendan and it's a fantastic day for Thomastown Thomastown people not only living in Thomastown but uh, all over the globe as, as as we know lots of people have gone away and uh, there was one that the spectators were in there on the pitch and I actually saw him in the hotel earlier on and he's come home especially for this match and it's it's a great day for those people as well that are away and uh, you know to remember all the people I suppose they're not here as well and uh, fantastic stuff and uh, well done to Thomas Town delighted yes and John Joe said his few words but we're seven floors above and we'll bring in Richie in a moment we will get a recording of that speech and we'll be played out uh, during the weekend just to let people know we had listeners today all over the world we're live in the perfect point on 52nd Street in New York at the moment having to say hello to Gary and Mick they're having the full Irish and a pint of Guinness and they're going to be shouting for Clara in the next one and they say well done to Thomas Town they're actually shuffling away the snow from outside the pub to the Lindical Kenny lads as well uh, we'll be shuffling away the snow from here in a few minutes it's absolutely freezing up here but uh, it's, it's, it's freezing but it's, 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 the heart is warm by that game Brendan and uh, you know we went to Port Leash the last day we saw a great game we've come here today and we've saw another great game delighted that the Kenny sides have come out on top and uh, as I said look at I'm particularly thrilled today that Thomas Town have won this game and uh, they deserve to win it but by God where they made, made fight all the way and uh, you know the Fulham Games players look totally dejected down there they may not get this chance again but boy they can they can hold their heads high they came up here to Croke Park today and they're they're from all over Ireland and their families are here and they can certainly pr- be proud of them I suppose everything is about winning but sometimes Brendan you know it's about performance as well and uh, we've seen two great teams here today and a great credit it wasn't a dirty stroke in the game fantastic played in a fantastic spirit and you know John Joe 
John Joe Farrell deserves his moment in the sun he here. He certainly does. Uh, he certainly, he certainly does. does you know, yeah. He's been with me under 21 for a couple of years, and he was been a, he's been a great, great servant. He's a really dedicated young fella. And, you know, he was unlucky today not to score three goals, but uh, he played a captain's part, and uh, no one deserves this more than him. He certainly did. Richie Stone, you called it earlier on and said nobody seemed like they were going to run away with it. Nobody did run away because, as Michael said, Full and Gales went for it, went for the throttle uh, in the last few minutes as well. They never gave up, and as Michael said, they have to be credited, but fair is fair. The best team did win, and Thomas Tom were fantastic. Yeah. Right throughout the day. You'd have to wonder why they didn't win by more. You know, uh, they, they were the better team throughout, uh, th- for, for most of the game. But that full and Gaines team, they fought, they battled, they put their bodies in. You know where another fellow wouldn't, and they fought like dogs to stay in the game all through. And they will probably consider themselves a bit unlucky in the end. But it had to be said that Thomastown were the better team. They had the better forwards. The, uh, you know, when you have the likes of Toker Hanrahan, John Joe Farrell. Uh, Dylan Waugh and them fellas up front you're bound to get scores at some stage they all, be, they'll all get scores uh, it would have been a tragedy had, had Thomastown been beaten but that's not the way it works out Like it's a warning there for Clare now in the next game uh, to, not to take anything for granted but certainly these, uh, this Thomastown team will celebrate for a few days after this I'd imagine and then before they get but they will certainly uh, be uh, they will feature in the intermediate championship in Kilkenny in this in this coming year they certainly on, on that performance but they have um, they, they, they have the, the talent up front they have forwards but most teams haven't as many good forwards I feel at that grade so uh, it'll be interesting to see how they get on for Full and Gales they'll certainly be disappointed but they certainly uh, they, they, they were uh, credit to themselves to their clubs to everyone belonging to him and it was great to see such a game like this I thought coming up it might you know Tom, might give him a game for half an hour and Thomastown go on and win it but that's not the way it turned out to be could have ended up Thomastown could have been beaten would have been a tragedy but they, they, you know it was not the way the kind of a game it was so well done to, to Thomastown and uh, wish them the best of luck in the Intermediate Championship. Not too much luck, mind you, in the Intermediate Championship. <laughs> Come year. on, Richie. But some luck. And I'm, sure, uh, I'm sure Mickey Welch is a, a happy man tonight. It's, they're in his D- DNA. Thomastown oh, is in his DNA. Yeah, certainly is. It's great, for, it's great for the parish. It's going to be great for a few great days down around Thomastown now. And, um, and you know, after battling hard through... Uh, the Kilkenny and beaten Venice Bridge, I suppose, on the way it was uh, a plus for the you know, yeah. That will make the bridge want to get back next year. So, yeah, that's what it's all about. A cracking game, and um, the better team won, there's no doubt about that, but still. I had the fight all the way. Certainly had. Thanks for that, Richie. 217 to 214. And the three cheers for Full and Gales. And just to let you know that John Joe's thank Paul Tracy, Ray Chandler, Mark Coon, and John Donnelly. And also, as Richie said, we pay tribute to Full and Gales. We can't remember, we can't forget, I should say, Stan Murray, Hessian, their banished door, and Mark Malloy, Donald Morrissey, Christy O'Connor was with them, Scott Philcroft, Benny Dillon, Martin Ryan, and Bill and Murphy. And now John Joe's telling everyone where you'll see them all in Thomastown. And I'm sure there'll be some homecoming there, Michael Walsh. Yeah. I'm sure you, Michael Walsh, will probably make an appearance down there. It's a, it's a, it's a great, great day, and there'll be a ma- massive celebrations now. It's just, it's just such a, a great day for for a parish uh, and uh, you know a community. And you just look down there and you see the joy on both players and spectators, and uh, that's what it's all about, Brendan. And uh, you know, Thomastown came here today, warm, warm favourites. They've got a 
huge battle and as I said they'll appreciate all the more for getting that battle but you know I, I thought just go back to the match I thought for, for, for 50 minutes there today Desi Welch gave some exhibition in the middle of the field did, but yeah. uh, he probably tired then again And but Fulham Gales you know they, they read the signs early on they brought back the extra man and you know while I suppose they never were going to win the game they had opportunities near the end and young Darren McGarry made two very important interceptions even like one save and one interception in the Thomastown goal and uh, it's just it's just fantastic but it was great performances all around the field their forwards were sharp out and uh, you know I thought Richard O'Hara had a really good game at left half back as well and his father would be very proud today and you know there's, there's links everywhere but it's a, it's, a, it's a powerful day Brendan and uh, they'll remember this forever and they'll have the memories brought in, in, in DVDs and photographs and uh, we'll, be, we'll be honest <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be on it anyway. But they'll, they'll certainly celebrate this for a long time to come, and rightly so. It's, it's a proud, proud day, and uh, to come up here and then be winners is, is fantastic. But again, 100% credit to, to, to Fulham Gales for uh, just being involved in a magnificent pro, uh, day's hurling, and, and they'll remember it as well. And, you know, hopefully, that when they get over disappointment, they'll, re- they'll realise how, how well they played on a day like this. Yeah, well, just uh, the cheers here in the background as the Thomastown players are after going into the stand to meet their families and friends, and they've all got the uh, applause there and the hugs and kisses and now the team are back down for the official team photograph we'll be handing back to you Thomas in a moment before we do Richie Stone oh, well, wasn't a, a great game a game of junior hurling top for, class for the, the, the standard if the next game is as good we'll be all happy going home we certainly will and that's Richie Stone I'm Brendan Hennessy and Michael Walsh Brian O'Donoghue who is down to get the after match interviews which we'll be playing out on KCLR 96 FM and we'll be dipping over to the Viva Stadium now in a few moments time where Thomas Marr will catch up with Stephen Byrne to let us know what's happening in the Viva I know Simon Zebo has uh, gone off injured and Keith Earls is on and the last we heard of it, Ireland were trailing by three points to nil, Owen Farrell with a penalty for England. We'll find out all about the Aviv in a few moments, but from Croke Park for the moment until 20-4, when the throw-in will be for the intermediate final, Clara versus St. Gabriel's. Well done, Thomastown. They're all Ireland junior champions. Two goals and 17 points. The Fulham Gales, two goals and 14. And thank you to another great Thomastown man, John Brennan, for sponsoring our match commentary this afternoon with John Brennan Machinery Supplies. Well done, John. Well done, Thomastown. And well done to the people of Thomastown in Thomastown and across the world. We'll be back to Croke Park in about five to six minutes' time as Clara makes her way onto the park. Back to you, Thomas. Live from Croke Park and on KCLR, the AIB GAA Hurling All Ireland Junior Club Championship Final. With thanks to John Brennan Machinery Supplies.